Hey gorgeous, welcome to the Bernadette Jackson podcast, where we are redefining how the world views women with daddy issues by discussing topics, sharing stories, and gaining insights all from the perspective of a fatherless daughter. I'm your host, Bernadette, the creator of Her Way Relationship Intensive and your favorite fear investigator. If this is your first time here, here's what I want you to know. The fear of abandonment and rejection is the lens through which fatherless daughters do most things. It informs how they show up in every relationship. Most fatherless daughters are operating in the fear of abandonment cycle and they don't even know it. Each week, I focus on a topic that highlights how fear shows up in our lives, either through conversations with others or deep dives into the insights that I have. If you'd like to know if you're on the fear of abandonment cycle, go to BernadetteJackson.com slash FOA cycle and take my free assessment. Again, that's BernadetteJackson.com forward slash FOA cycle. Hey, y'all. I have spent a lot of time thinking about authenticity. We hear a lot about the benefits of being your most authentic self, but we don't really hear very much about the side effects of authenticity. So today, I'm going to talk about three side effects of authenticity and what I've learned about them. But before we jump into that, let's go back a bit. If you remember back in episode seven, I said that authenticity starts with the questions that you ask yourself. Who am I? Who do I want to be? And how will I show up in between? And that once you find the answers to these questions and you put a plan in action to show up authentically, that it's going to take practice. It's not a decision that you make one time. Because you're so used to hiding behind the persona that you've created, you have to choose authenticity constantly. Now, when choosing authenticity, there are some side effects that come along with that. I bet if I had a roundtable discussion about all of the things that have happened when you choose authenticity, we could fill a book. But today, I want to highlight three. These three side effects can and will trigger your fear-based responses, and that is why I wanted to share them with you today. So let's get into it. The first side effect of being authentic is that you won't be liked by everyone. I know, I know, you know this already. But let's be real for a minute. You want to be liked by everyone. Otherwise, you would not spend a significant amount of time catering to everyone while neglecting yourself. We talk a lot about you know, the fact that our needs and our desires are not prioritized in relationships and that we overextend ourselves. And this is one of the reasons why, because we want to be liked. If we're honest, when we show up authentically and we are not liked, it's a bit of a shock to the system. The warning bells start going off and you start thinking, maybe I need to go back to that persona I created. She was well-liked. Nobody was looking at her funny or questioning where she came from right? Because truth be told, it's lonely in these rejection streets. However, however, there is one very important fact to remember here. You are looking for quality relationships over quantity. 
I will take having a few really amazing relationships where I feel seen, heard, understood, loved, and supported any day over the type of relationships where I am unfulfilled, unsatisfied, and overextended. The second side effect of being authentic is that you will be misunderstood. Get over it. Get over it. You have to understand that no matter how you explain yourself or how well you show up, it will be perceived through the lens of that person's experiences, good and bad. They are only able to receive you to the degree that they have received themselves. And what I mean by that is that a person who has experienced pain and trauma will not be able to see past those experiences when they encounter you. Whereas a person who is on a healing journey and has come to understand themselves will have the capacity to receive what you have said, especially when it comes to difficult conversations. Here's what I want to highlight about being misunderstood. When it happens, your knee-jerk reaction is to over-explain. It is to call up everyone that you know and share what's happened in hopes of being validated, that they will see things from your perspective, agree with you, and tell you that you did nothing wrong. Don't do that. Don't do that. Choose growth instead. Choosing growth looks like being okay with somebody not understanding you even after you've explained yourself clearly. Choosing growth means not responding to situations that you know can be triggering before you are ready. Choosing growth means deciding that peace is more important than taking on the burden of everyone understanding your heart. Everyone does not need to know your side of the story, sis. They don't. It is okay to be misunderstood. And the third side effect of being authentic is that you will lose relationships. It's a hard but true reality. Once you show up authentically in relationships, especially after you've only allowed everyone to meet the persona you created, there will be confusion, there will be backlash, there will be whispers, and people will chuck the deuces and exit stage left. Expect it. Expect it. Once you start to see that it is an acceptable, acceptable risk that you're taking, it feels a lot less alarming when it happens. We have all heard the phrase, everyone can't go where you're going or when God is bringing you to a new level, that there is some separation or any number of the ways that we explain it. It all means the same thing. Everyone in your life today may not be in your life two years from now or five or 10 years from now, and that's okay. Enjoy the time that you have spent with people, and when you realize that they are no longer a good fit for you, release them gently so that they can find their people and you can find yours. The amazing relationships that you deserve are about quality, not quantity. Embrace the change as an opening 
in your capacity to accept who is best aligned for you. That way you can start to view goodbyes as not an indictment against your character, but as an opportunity for something new to take place. Because I promise you that when you get into relationships with the people who are best aligned for you, especially when you've shown up as your most authentic self, those relationships are the relationships that represent exactly what you have been yearning for. As beautiful as your journey is to your most authentic self, it's not easy. It's rewarding, but it's not easy. Don't let the side effects ruin the experience for you because the peace that you experience, the deep connections that you form, and the freedom that you feel far outweigh any side effect I've mentioned or any that you can think of yourself. I hope that this helps. So do you guys remember a few episodes back when I introduced a new segment called Axe Bernadette? Well, I got a lot of great questions after that. So I want to thank you guys for sending them in and encourage you to keep them coming. I get some variation of this question a ton. And the question is, why is vulnerability so hard for me? I love my guy, but I just can't let him see me weak. Ooh, whenever I get to this stage of my one-on-one program with my clients, let me tell you something. The struggle becomes even more real. Vulnerability is a fatherless daughter's kryptonite, y'all, right? It's like, We never want to be caught out here slipping. Here's what I know. Vulnerability exposes your most authentic self. It pulls back the layers of protection that you have in place so that you can keep the areas of the life that you carry the most pain away from any further harm. It shines a light on all of the dark spaces that you would rather forget And that is very scary. It's scary because often fatherless daughters would rather show up as the persona or alter ego that she's created that she believes is more acceptable and lovable. That way, if rejection or a loss of relationship happens, which she very likely believes is inevitable, they won't be rejecting or leaving her. It will be her persona. It's much easier to handle rejection if you can rationalize that the rejection really didn't happen to you. And I'm using air quotes, but it's happening to your quote unquote other self or your alter ego. You can remove yourself from those feelings very quickly when you operate like that. It allows you to mentally prepare for what you believe is to come. But please know that it's an excuse not to face yourself and to get curious about who you are and where you need to heal. If you want to have deeper connections and experience intimacy in and out of the bedroom, you need to decide to do the hard work and the heart work of healing where you hurt. That way, vulnerability won't feel so exposing to you. 
I hope that this episode was one that helped you and that you enjoyed it. If anything that I've said resonates with you and you want to learn more about relationships and yourself, I invite you to sign up for my free training, How to Conduct a Relationship Autopsy. It's where we do a deep dive into understanding what your patterns are in relationships, why they have been developed, and what does that say about you and how you're showing up. And you can sign up at BernadetteJackson.com forward slash relationship autopsy, or you can get the link in my IG bio at Bernadette N. Jackson. That's B-E-R-N-A-D-E-T-T-E-N-J-A-C-K-S-O-N. Remember, you deserve amazing relationships. I'll see you in the next one. Bye.